I want to go big. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that was another jump. And that is that next level when um, it's very important to address the body because otherwise our nervous system gets fried. Mm-hmm. And this is why, especially as women, because we have a very different relationship with fear because of social, transgenerational, uh, se- like sexual trauma and all of these pieces. Um, and also we are more in tune with our emotions. It's very difficult for us to just push and hustle, hustle, hustle to the top. Like men, some men, most men, the old paradigm, right, would. And so there are so many brilliant entrepreneurs, right, who are not reaching their highest potential. And it's because they can't be pushing, they're frying their nervous system. No wonder there is so much burnout, overwhelm, anxiety, and and even depression, right? Underneath all the good-looking Instagram pictures. Fearless and Successful Podcast is hosted by Coach D. That is me. (laughs) Designed for change makers just like you. As a coach, activator of human potential, and freedom architect, I have one mission with this podcast. To inspire you to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world. I love all things mindset, money, and manifestation. So I will be sharing my favorite tips and tricks to help you activate your infinite potential by taking aligned and inspired action. You can also expect fearless stories from leaders around the world who designed life and business on their own terms. If we can do it, so can you. If you're ready, my fearless friend, let's get this party started. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, fearless people. Let's do this. This is going to be a juicy one. Um, If you get triggered during the show, just stop and breathe and just know that you're okay. I have beautiful Tatiana coming all the way from Washington, (laughs) D.C. Welcome. Washington State, actually. Washington Um, State. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Um, but I'm a digital nomad, so I can be anywhere. So you're not that off. Um, Yeah. Hi, everybody. Uh, Hi, Hi. Thank you for having me. So amazing. So let me give you, let, let give us um, our listeners a proper introduction. And then we're going to go into your story because I think like we have a lot to cover. Uh, so Tatiana Villarreya is a trauma integrative hypnotherapist, intuitive and coach who helps purpose-driven entrepreneurs and leaders overcome emotional wounds and trauma that show up as business blocks so they can fully step into their purpose and impact. I just love this because I think that we who are in the service of people, um, entrepreneurs, service providers, just like trying to impact other people, we can unintentionally affect other people by not dealing with our own um, traumas and our own, you know, wounds. And I am so excited to talk about that how not just like affects our money, but also our state, how we help our clients. So I mean, like, how did you got into this world? My journey with hypnotherapy started um, on the surface. It looks that it started very differently because it started with a a healing for that I had for my health, actually two of them. I, um, it was a medical injury and a chronic back condition. 
and I've tried everything that I could possibly find. I, especially for the medical injury, um, for four years I've tried everything. And so this is when I discovered the power of hypnotherapy. And I had this huge transformation. Not many people know that one of the amazing powers of hypnotherapy is rewiring neural pathways. It's not just the subconscious work. And so my journey with hypnotherapy started with the body. And it's interesting how it came full circle. And this is what I would love to talk about. Um, and now I work with entrepreneurs, right? So one might ask, how did that happen from health to entrepreneurs? So uh, I was so passionate about the method, about sharing it with the world. I was so driven. I wanted to scream about it from the rooftops. Well, imagine with the healing and the transformation. So I wanted, I started my business and this is when I realized that all the blocks that were starting up, uh, coming up right and surface, surfacing, they were blocked, they were stopping me and sabotaging me so much that my entrepreneurial journey kind of automatically became a personal growth and spiritual growth process. There was no escape. And most like why specifically I like I didn't have any room to breathe or choice, but to dive right in and really deeply is because I had fear of visibility. My biggest fear was um, for my most of my life, but it all surfaced up with that with this with starting the business. And it was fear of camera and public speaking. I was terrified of being on camera to the point of a panic attack kind of fear. My vocal cords would close. I would have like a real, like feeling like I wanted to disappear from the face of earth. And um, of course, it affected much more than just a public speaking and a fear of camera because for entrepreneurs it affects much more than that but i didn't know it about it at the time i didn't know it's all about all sorts of networking reaching out all the marketing any type of self-promotion selling a lot of people with fear of visibility hate sales <laughs> and ultimately stepping into that leadership that i was so passionate about i wanted to i had the vision and i was sabotaging all of it and it, for the first three years of my business, I really struggled. And I, uh, but I was determined. And I first, you know, I started learning all the strategy and tools and marketing. And all of it, of course, is important. But I realized that I was trying to compensate for that lack of visibility because we can't use strategy to compensate from visibility because there is no way to build a business without visibility. Hmm. Right, as you know very well, and you had amazing like branding experts here and everybody, right? So I got in, into fifteen thousand dollars in debt. I also went from um, practitioner to practitioner, of course, as a hypnotherapist, trying to work with my subconscious, with that fear of visibility, and nothing worked. And I got into fifteen thousand dollars in debt, and at that point, I was living in winter in the basement apartment because I couldn't afford anything else. And also I was in debt and also I didn't have any proof of income um, to, to even show that I can move in, into a better place. I was going insane with the loud noise from my upstairs neighbors and their barking dog nonstop. 
And this is when I knew I had to do something differently because everything I've tried for this first three years um, haven't worked. And I was basically either to go back to a job and give up on my dream or figure out what is that big piece of the puzzle that I was missing. Mm. Wow, what a story. Um, I love that, you know, when you said like, I help people to step into their purpose and this is what I love. I can feel your purpose and someone who has that like big, big desire to impact and to use their infinite potential and to use their purpose to impact other people. I think like you, you walk the talk, um, and people can feel that, um, so one of the things that you mentioned, like really that fear of, of camera, do, do you feel that that's the biggest thing that you, that is a block when people are working with you? What we say, like, I'm helping people with some fears of visibility. Is that the biggest thing that you are helping people with? Or, or where does that fear actually comes from? That's also the question. So what it is right now, it's uh, visibility and confidence and other inner blocks that come from trauma because my story continues with this realization um, that I was trying to fix the problem of visibility and then that fear. And by the way, um, fear of visibility often goes hand by hand, like right side by side, hand by hand with uh, the imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. A lot of women will have both and actually one would masquerade as the other. A lot of people, a lot of women would think that, oh, I have the confidence problem. If I was all only more confident, like looking and comparing ourselves to somebody else who is more confident, and we think we have a confidence problem, but it actually is our fear of visibility that's masquerading as confidence because that safety mm -hmm. that's behind the fear of visibility is what's primary. But our sneaky subconscious mind and something else is what tricks us to think that, oh, no, it's because I'm just not confident I have an accent, um, which I do, for example, right? Um, or I'm not confident because of something else. But for a lot of women, um, it is um, partially at least, and for somebody as dramatically as it was for me, it's fear of visibility or both. Mm -hmm. And so in that basement, with this in this moment of silence uh, i realized okay something i'm missing something and i had a session hypnotherapy session with a practitioner and all my defenses of the psyche were coming up and i realized that okay what is it and then i realized wait i'm gaining weight <laughs> wait i'm gaining weight i was eating two three dinners a night wow. and i was still hungry and I realized I'm fixing a wrong problem because I'm trying to fix my mind and think positively and reframe visibility fear and everything that it entails for me in the business. But it is my body that is in a state of paralysis. It is my body that holds and remembers the fear and associates it with the fear that some, some, with something from the past, something else. But it is not my mind that is the body. And from then on, I embarked on a journey and I studied trauma and how trauma lives in the body, how trauma, and I found out everything that I was developing, I later found out 
that the modern perception of trauma and there are leading world experts that are all talking about the fact that trauma is not an event but a, an experience within our nervous system in the body so anything can be trauma it depends on our sensitivity and regulation a, a lot of something can be trauma or not enough of something can be trauma like boundaries love nurture support it does it's not about a war right or some real like attack and so i embarked on this journey to realize to understand how trauma works and how it affects the body and the nervous system and i moved on from trying to fix my mind and because and into the body and because nothing else worked for me and I didn't know um, where to even go with this, I ended up developing my own modality, working with the body memory and with the release of that body memory and the neurological pathways. And because of the pathways, we run uh, our emotions on the, because emotions and your uh, chemicals, right? So the neurochemistry and neuro neurological pathways that become like a system, a hard drive, a mind of their own. And here we are trying to overcome and fix something with our mind that lives in the biology of our body and is run by our autonomic nervous system. Speaking of fear. Mm -hmm. And we are trying to overpower something that's biological, that's run by our autonomic nervous system. So it's impossible to begin with, even if we really tried. And the trauma is what is stored in those memories and cellular memories as well. Wow. Yeah, that speaks so much to me because I remember. Um, so I, I actually we had um, an amazing guest who, who has wrote the book, uh, The Back Pain and how that is actually connected with emotions. And she helped me to overcome some of my beliefs that I had, why I'm having issues with my shoulders, with my neck, with my back pain. And it was actually a, an event where I kind of resented my mom. And, and I always felt that that's because of the accident that happened afterwards. I associated with the, like, the yeah. event, but it was actually experience that occurred occurred after and before the event that led to me believing that 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 was an accident and I need to fix my shoulder or my neck or my back really? which never like after 25 years never worked because I did everything like everything massages tense like everything nothing worked until I healed that that trauma and I really worked like diligently to kind of come up with uh, with p with, with peace with my mom like and forgive her and really work through that so yeah that definitely resonates with me wow um for sharing thank you yeah. so yeah. that fear like um when we know that we have like and you went like really you you really laid it out beautifully when we know that we have a certain fear what would be like your recommendation how we can deal with that like maybe we have some action steps for our listeners to just take on their own and when they feel like ready they can maybe look like look look up how you work with with people so maybe just give them steps what they can they recognize that they have a fear of visibility or whatever um what mm. would be your recommendation my recommendation would be um especially for us entrepreneurs right when a good um a good way to measure it and 
uh, dig deeper is when we have implemented and studied and invested heavily into all the strategy, which is very important. But it's not landing because at the root of it is something that's sabotaging implementation of that strategy and all of the amazingness, right, that we need for the business. And even the mindset work, because we will need mindset work, but we need the mindset work on, um, it's my, my principle in my work is when we release the fear from the body and that state of unsafety. And for us as women, we have transgenerational trauma and all sorts of other traumas, so much of it, historically, socially, all of it. When we release the fear from the body and that state of unsafety, especially for us women, that's why fear of visibility is such so acute for us, right? The mind follows and the actions follow. Mm. And the mind and actions happen organically and naturally instead of forcing it with willpower. So when we do it from the bottom up versus top with the mind, willpowering through down. Mm. And this is the breakthrough that I had in my own life. And this is what I want to share with people, right? This is what all my work is based on. Well, one of the principles of my work. And so the recommendation would be if, you, if, if we know that we have invested and learned all the strategies and we are still struggling and we are not reaching the number of people we want and the income we want and we're not living in that alignment when we wake up every morning and we are just on fire because we are living. Yes, it's difficult. But it's not the type of difficult that I always compare it to. Imagine we are high, like hiking, climbing that Everest mountain, which entrepreneurship is. And we stepped on a needle. And instead of taking out that needle and healing and then walking so much better, easier, we keep walking with that needle, that trauma or emotional wound that we carry in that example, in that analogy that instead of addressing it at the root and then walking with so much more ease we make every step and it hurts mm -hmm. and it takes all the effort and it drains the energy and another recommendation would be to notice what happens when we encounter on the sales call right or with that visibility with public speaking with any type of marketing how the body reacts if mm -hmm. we contract if we make a post on Facebook or a video and then we hide Cringe. energetically, <laughs> we like pull ourselves by the ears and we make that post and then we post it and some of us delete it. I know some of my clients did in the past, but even that energetic contraction, restriction, contriction in our bodies that we feel and tracking it and noticing maybe the emotions, right, that we experience where they are, and then bringing that to a practitioner. Now, a good practitioner will help us find it either way, but it really is so much easier because we become experts in who we are, not just what we do, right? When we sell, like self-master and self-study, and then we become so much better at what we do because we are experts in who we are, and that's what brings us the money, two of them combined. And it's not a diploma on the wall, yeah. that it is a lived, breathed, survived experience. Wow, we become experts in who we are. I just love this. I think that's the fundamental, yo, <laughs> for people in the backseat. 
we we are this is so important because i think that and what you said like knowing the strategy you know people teach us teaches us how to nail our message nail our niche get better on sales call these scripts and these and i've done all of that <laughs> right <laughs> and i still could not do anything right right because it starts with you and knowing yourself and really knowing the root cause of what is that is preventing you to step into that infinite potential is the key and i love how you said like it i think majority of my clients struggled with this as well like when i'm gonna have the best website the, the best marketing tool the best sales team you know that's when i'm gonna crush it no because well, because perfectionism also can be and very often is a sign of emotional wounding or trauma yes and the high achievers that we are some of us <laughs> It's a compensation. Your hands, both both hands. Yes, <laughs> both hands and my feet. Yes, used to be that. I absolutely believe now. Absolutely see through it. It's a compensation. Yes. And when we are never enough, no matter what, no matter what money we make, what website we have, if we don't address the enough, the internal pain that those needles that we have then we're, we're, entrepreneurship becomes, becomes a really, really difficult journey. Yeah. Ask me how I know. Yeah, it should be effortless. It should be like, hey, this is a, a dance. Um, it should be in alignment. It should be a flow. Um, and I think like when you are in that state where you just like, hey, I feel inspired today to do this. And when you are just being yourself and being in, in your flow, you don't need you are your best marketing tool right absolutely yeah yeah I, I just love this this is so good and i think we 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 got the nugget like you know just getting to root cause of it whether that's someone who like you know reaching out to you and just connecting with you and identifying what that is um how often is like you get on a call on a discovery or introduction call and you would know like immediately what that is i can feel that you have this like yeah well i have intuitive abilities right. because one of the one of the side effects for all of you intuitive ladies <laughs> or ladies who want to activate your spiritual and special gifts one of the side effects of addressing trauma is that well imagine we are like the vessel and the vessel like a vase is full of gawk mm -hmm. those higher frequency and that intuition cannot flow through it but and including in the body memory we can't be fully confident embodied leaders if the body is screaming and asking us to address the pain it stores and by the way the the key here is also to work with methodology that can be understood by the body because the body and nervous system do not understand language and reasoning and like words. Even inner child healing, if you notice, a lot of it is trying to reason with the child and go give verbal support. Mm -hmm. And if trauma happened in proverbial age, that's not possible because the child didn't even have words and schemas, language schemas in the brain. So the subconscious and the inner child aspects and our body memory do not understand words. Yes. And this is also a big, big piece of wow. why healing takes so much time as we are believed to um, 
uh, made to believe it's because we're probably hitting it from a different angle mm -hmm. and using some tools that are outdated from that patriarchal system that taught us that the mind is primary and somehow we can reason ourselves out of it. Hmm. Wow, this is so amazing. Um, why I mentioned like, you know it, because I feel that so much of my my journey, entrepreneurial journey, got so much easier once I used intuition as a business tool. And oh, to yeah. really, because I felt that intuition was something that you're born with and it's not, like, oh, no. not available to me, right? Uh, my mom was always so highly intuitive and I would just feel like she has this sixth sense. She always knows that I'm hiding something or she would always know. And I was like, is that like just mom's? And then I felt like, no, I don't feel that around my kids. It was actually because I was carrying so much emotional trauma in my body. Once yeah. I started to heal that, and once I started to tap into my intuition, like, I know, I know, I remember everything. It's in me, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Um, such a and this is that self-mastery, self-knowledge, and that connection with the universe and relationship with the universe that we all want so much and crave so much and what the world needs so much because it's hurting badly and it needs all of us. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so good. Um, we talk about fear of visibility. I want to know what was your biggest fear, like in terms like a specific event that happened and you felt, oh, this is so, I'm shit scared. I can't do this. But now when you look back, you overcome that fear and you, and you're so proud of yourself and it's big success. Um, it would probably be that point when it was not only at the beginning, when I began that healing journey, when I was okay on camera, but afterwards I still needed to address it with layers and layers because there were multiple events contributing and transgenerational trauma, World War II, both of my parents were in the war, right? All of that had to be transgenerationally uh, cleared from the body and the subconscious. And so that bigger jump to, oh, I am no longer just okay being visible and making posts on Facebook. I want to go big. Mm -hmm. Wow. And that was another jump. And that is that next level when um, it's very important to address the body because otherwise our nervous system gets fried. And this is why, especially as women, because we have a very different relationship with fear because of social, transgenerational, uh, se like sexual trauma and all of these pieces. Um, and also we are more in tune with our emotions. It's very difficult for us to just push and hustle, hustle, hustle to the top. Like men, some men, most men, the old paradigm, right, would. And so there are so many brilliant entrepreneurs, right, who are not reaching their highest potential. And it's because they can't be pushing, they're frying their nervous system. No wonder there is so much burnout, overwhelm, anxiety, and, and even depression, right? Underneath all the good looking Instagram pictures, because mm. we see the reality and we're here to transform this reality. And um, it's so, so critical wow. to address that. So that big jump had to also come with new level of realization. Oh, I never thought that um world war ii affected my money um not beliefs because it's trauma it's money trauma con connected to that state of unsafety that's in my body 
-hmm. and yes subconscious but it had to be addressed to make the jumps Wow. <laughs> so it's like the, in your body, like your body imprint is like really. Think of it as survival. Right. Yeah. If we in the body and subconscious mind as women, for a lot of us, we're not afraid of failure as much as we are afraid of success. Right. And part of that success is that we are not just afraid of something. We're afraid of that visibility that comes with the wealth, with that, with that with that level yeah the growth capacity right and that capacity is very very body oriented as mm -hmm. well because yeah. if we are afraid of wealth and that power mm -hmm. and all we are afraid is going to be taken away like one of my clients who went through a really traumatic event and in her early age she 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 knew about it but she never thought it affected her so much and so she could not make those next next level moves and upscale and do bigger things in her business because that little girl was terrified and she lived in survival within her so yes it's subconscious yes it's the mind but it's the body that's uh, gonna put up all the resistance to survive because the first idea of the first drive biologically for us is to survive mm. like the body's like i don't care about the millions of dollars I don't care that you have purpose to serve the world and make a difference and change the lives and make help women get visible. I don't care about any of that. I just want to survive. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I remember I, I, at this point, like I really reminded about, uh, I was reminded by uh, the book from Gay Hendricks, um, The Big Leap, uh, when you were sharing this, it's about uh, that upper limit. Uh, for me, that always comes in a form of a physical illness when I'm trying to reach that next level and I know it's yeah. coming, I get sick. <laughs> I get sick. I, it's not even the mind. Like mine is like, I can deal with mine, but I physically get sick. Either my throat gets sore or like I, I get like fever or something and my body shuts down. Yeah, because I'm it's just probably so that nervous system that is fried. That's what I call it. <laughs> but it's not it's, it's not a scientific term um, but yeah wow yeah that makes so much sense that yeah that this was this was gold like this I felt like this is like really what we talk about on this podcast is sometimes like these are you know specific terms and specific strategies but you actually kind of compounded everything and just laid out for us uh, to to be more mindful of how our our body emotions memories are stored in in our body right and how how to tackle that and there is plenty of research about it and most importantly for me when i started developing all of the methodology and i was testing i was my own guinea pig I realized instead of doing it scared, do, do it anyways. And yes, fear is important. And yes, we need to push to get to that next level. But it can be a much kinder way mm -hmm. to our bodies, to our mental health, mm. to our everything. Yeah, I love that. Okay. If people want to know more about you, where can they connect with you? What is your go-to? <laughs> I am the only Tatiana Valeria on Facebook and Google. Uh, that's one L, one R. And my website is tatianavalaria.com. And you can reach me through the chat there and ask any questions or book an introductory call. And uh, we will write 
know right away if we're the right match to work together. It's yes, and it has to be a match. Yeah. yeah, I just feel that we talked about energy. If you guys feel that, yes, this is a heck yes energy. I feel her her energy through the voice, through her sound. It, I want you to connect with her. Just say yes to yourself. I think, you know, you don't have anything to lose, just gain. She is a beautiful soul. Um, obviously, so wise. On the mission. On the mission. On a <laughs> mission. So soul on a mission, right? Yes, I love that. Um, Thank you so, so much, Dean. Thank you. Is You're there amazing. anything that I forgot to ask you that you would like? D, I need to share this. <laughs> what do you think your biggest shift and transformation in terms of your personal healing? Uh, and of course, as much as you're comfortable sharing in regards to how your business, um, you know, transformation happened. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm at that stage right now. Um, I have been in such a, I've been an entrepreneur for since 2003 so it's a long journey and I think I always operated as a high achiever woman immigrant daughter um always I I work hard <laughs> don't play um that was my kind of upbringing um and that kind of I uh, I developed I didn't had a, a feminine energy role model in my family um all comes like really back to my my parents were hustlers they were very masculine they were all doers I had my grandmother who was this like mom <laughs> like big mama she was very masculine so all of my kind of upbringing was you have to do you have to do you have to do you have to like really hustle this transition now and even in my my marriage of 22 years I was always a kind of a caretaker, a provider. Uh, I always fixed everything. I was very masculine. And that I take full ownership and responsibility that I never allowed myself to be in that flow of receiving um, where I kind of, a cutting, I'm cutting cords now and really resting in more in my, my feminine, asking for support, receiving support and being like, yeah, I can, I can be loved. I can love but the most important I can be, um, that, that, that's probably the biggest shift. Like I am human being and just being me so unapologetically is so freeing. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. And a lot of it resonates and a lot of it resonates with my personal journey. And again, um, there is this belief about that we need to balance the masculine and the feminine. But again, if we don't look at fancy names and the concepts that are more sexy and sellable, if we go to the root, we become masculine to survive mm -hmm. as an adaptation for out of trauma. Yes. And if we address it at the root, mm -hmm. then our energy and that flow happens automatically because we don't need to be those masculine, you know, do-do-do, uh, uh, go-getter type of women. And again, it's been my personal journey and it's, it's, it's in the process because it's such a learned mechanism generationally. But instead of like mystifying that masculine and feminine balance, I really like to simplify it and say, if we again release that survival, we don't need to be on that in that hypervigilant state and also believe that we need to deserve love. Mm -hmm. 
big and one that femininity just happens automatically without trying to figure out oh am i being feminine enough today right. what's that perfect scale what's that balance it's like it fascinates me all the time like people talk about it like it's as if some mystical recipe no it's not we we release trauma and then it balances itself yes I think for me, like more of a creative flow came just to 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 be like that creative flow and, and just like grounding myself, connecting with myself again. Like that's just been such a beautiful journey. And also prioritize. I think like we I always felt that self-love is such a selfish act uh, always like taking care of others like taking mm-hmm. care of my business being codependent of my business and my partner. oh I love that you use that word I say to myself about the people and people like you know dynamics I see um I say it all the time so thank you so much I'm not the only person who uses that yeah and I think it's just like going back to trusting and knowing yourself and just being enough it's okay (laughs) i'm just a human (laughs) so yeah that's just beautiful place to i think that's the the place that we can serve with love and compassion um and then the strategy appears yeah (laughs) oh we learn it from you Yes, amazing, amazing stuff. I love this conversation. I'm looking forward to follow your journey to see, you know, how you're going to impact more people. I'm super excited to this to get out in the world because it's such a beautiful and needed conversation. I think people are awakening spiritually, emotionally. Um, they're kind of ready to grow. Um, I think we, we as a humanity, we've been through so much. And thanks to experts like you, we can we can not just heal i think like we we can hold we can find back we're not broken we just need to release some things yeah yeah we are whole yeah we just need to find back that (laughs) thank you so much tatiana this was amazing so much for having me we speak soon Thank you so, 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 so much, you beautiful soul, for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode. I know you could be doing a gazillion other things, and I don't take this lightly. I really, truly, deeply appreciate your time and your support. And if you love this episode, please subscribe if you haven't yet, and leave us a review at reviewthispodcast.com forward slash insider. Let me say this again, reviewthispodcast.com forward slash insider. You can leave a review on any device, which makes this super easy and sexy and really helps me to reach more people just like you. And with that being said, I'm sending you a daily dose of vitamin D. I love you so much and I'm so grateful for you. Until next time, fearless dreamer. Mwah.